Hello, Dolly. Hello, Dolly. That was very good. That's the one impression I feel confident in. That was very good. Steven, thanks for making time out of your day to record this podcast with me. And the same to you. I mean, you're you're painting the hockey rink over there. Yeah, you got it. We're <laughs> we're we're both working hard, and we're both we both want to make this happen. That's right. Listeners, before we jump into today's movie, two quick plugs. If you hadn't heard yet, we have merch, and you should get it. Motsfam.com. Boom. You can actually see our Patreon supporters that actually got a shirt in the mail for being awesome Patreoners. Mm-hmm. Uh, they adorned it and took a picture, and it's on our Instagram. You should look and see, and then get some merch, motsfam.com. And then, oh, what was the other thing? <laughs> <laughs> I think I just, I meant to plug Patreon separately. So we'll say you got the merch over here, okay. and you got Patreon over here. You know what I'm saying? Over here. Over here, right, right. you go to patreon.com slash movies on the side, and you can support us on the various levels. And if you just love the show, become our boss. And we'll do a movie that you uh, ask us to do if you hit that Emerald Elephant level. Absolutely. Now walk with us this way, a little further. Now walk That's into right. this room. Right, hello. Here we have a movie that we're going to talk about today. That's right, yes. Um, this is Movies on the Side. I'm Nate Baranowski. Stephen Robles is, yeah, well, you don't get to say your name because okay, currently he's hiding in a closet literally. at like midnight. That's right, literally. Try not to wake his kids. We talked about the 1996 movie Kazam, starring Shaquille O'Neal. <laughs> Oh, wait. (laughs) You got me. I still think that there was a Shazam starring Sinbad. I don't believe the hype. Was there a Shazam Simba? (sighs) Supposedly. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. That's a different kind of Lion King. I am thoroughly convinced that Sinbad played a genie, and it was a movie called Shazam. All the evidence points to the contrary, (laughs) that that never existed. But there's some obscure Reddit thread out there with a movie poster of Shazam. So I'm holding on. That there was a Sinbad Shazam. Right, because they can't put anything on Reddit that's not true. Exactly. It's like 4chan. Anyway, we watched (laughs) Shazam! Exclamation point. Oh, he has an exclamation point. Literally. I'm looking at the IMD right now. Shazam! Exclamation point. Hold on a second. What? Oh, yeah. Go ahead. Me. I'm Googling right now. Movie names with exclamation (laughs) points. This is very important to me all of a sudden. Fine. Fair enough. Nine movie titles with exclamation points. Have you heard of any of these? Boom. Burn. Die, monster. Die. Kill. Hangman also die. I want to live. Berserk. Were those movies from like the 50s and 60s? I don't know. They were all... Wait. Mamma Mia has an exclamation point. Oh, that's true. But that was a musical first. I feel like it gets a little bit of a, you know... Is Moul- Did Moulin Rouge have an exclamation point? Oh, might have been. It does. That one does that. Okay, that's that's a bona fide. Hello, Dolly. Hello, Dolly. <laughs> Hello, Dolly. That was very good. That's the one impression I feel confident. That was in. very good. Thank you. All right, so we're talking about Shazam! Exclamation point. Which on Rotten Tomatoes. Then again, this is a DC movie. DC has had a troubled history with superhero movies mm-hmm. in the last five or six years, but this one. 91 critic score, 84 audience score. High rankings. Nate, I watched the first half of this movie in the cardio cinema, I'll be honest. Mm. And uh, I watched it pretty disjointedly after that. But I will say, I think overall, I enjoyed this movie. 
Okay. I need to know in the cardio cinema, which we've talked about before. Yes. Did you come in at the very beginning of this movie or did you like 10 minutes in you started watching? I need to know if you saw every bit of the trying to pull the time. I'm going to guess 100 minutes of this movie. Nate, the stars aligned and it was one of the few instances where the movie was just starting as I walked in. The title screens and the DC was on screen as I mounted the elliptical. And I have seen every second of this movie. Wonderful. The car thing at the beginning with the magic eight ball and the, you know, the guy with the uh, going to the wizard and he couldn't resist the temptation. I saw all of it. You saw Jaiman Hansu just looking all wizardy. <laughs> yes. I liked his look. Okay. Steven, I'm going to come, come close. Come here close. Yes, this is like yes. close up magic. Yes. Hello. Watch, watch, watch my hands. Watch my hands. Mm, I see you. I'm pulling something out of my sleeve. Now, wait a minute. And that is, I'm pulling out the opinion, I do not like this movie. Oh! <laughs> I, am, I am revealing the cards that are close to the vest. And here's why. Oh, yeah, I see that. I really need you to convince me that this movie is good because I feel alone in this world because Steve and I did not like Shazam for the most part. And I don't know what's... Is it me? Okay, but anyway, I'm I'm telling you this now because I need you to really like tell me tell me the parts. Tell me the things Shazam me. Okay. okay. Here's what I liked about Shazam exclamation point. <laughs> Sorry. I'll stop. It gets doing me that every now. time. It's sort of like a surprising exclamation point. I love it. Yeah. I feel like I was with these characters, even the, the bad guy who you know, they it was a little heavy-handed at the beginning, the relationship between <laughs> a little bit Doctor Savannah and his father. Like that was a little overplayed. I'll give you that. But I understand. You know, you could see how it shaped his character. And I thought overall, the bad guy throughout the movie was pretty sinister. And uh, he was he made for a good bad guy. I thought. Yeah, he was just mostly he was just bad. I will say that one boardroom scene where he actually kills his own father. That's pretty rough. That seemed a little graphic. Yeah. I think one of the guys eats one of the other board members. It's a little weird. He throws his brother out the window first, right? Yes, yes. That was escalated quickly, for sure. <laughs> yeah, he was kind of just bad all the way through. I mean, I love the origins right. of him basically being like tempted when he was a boy in front of Jaimon the Wizard Man, and <laughs> right. he was shown unworthy, spent his whole life trying to find his way back there. What? What happened? Only the purest of hearts can resist their temptations. But you, you will never be worthy. I thought he was fine. He was a fine bad guy. I think, I think the boy mm-hmm. who played Billy Batson, mm-hmm. the actor's name is Asher Angel, I believed him. I believed his life as a thief before powers. Yes. I yes. believe him trying to find his mom. His relationship with Freddy? His relationship with Freddy? His relationship with Freddy, I think, is one of the coolest part. I think the whole group home yes. is the coolest part, I mean, by far, of this movie. Yes. If there was a part of the movie that is completely redeemable for me, it's that family, that group, Freddy, uh, what's the, the little girl, Darla. Yes. All of it. All right, let's get the spiel. Just know that me and Rosa, we get it. We were foster kids back in the day. Ooh, back in the dark ages. Girl, I'm young at heart. I, I agree. That was one of the best parts. I really liked the foster parents. Yeah. The, the, Victor Vasquez, Rosa Vasquez. I thought. Yes. I liked them. 
all the yes, all the characters in that foster home were I really liked them. This is something that I feel like it was refreshing in a movie because usually I mean, did you see the um instant family? Did you see that? I have not, but I heard good things. Okay. That movie did it somewhat, but this one I think was even better, is that it presented these these foster parents as like normal good people, which I feel like yeah. in movies it's always like the Annie like orphanage like drunk orphanage owner or like people that are like not great right i love seeing a character where it's like you are not a main character you're a side character but they don't present you as like you know a super weird duo they were just like cool and fun and yes i liked it and i also liked the tension that started happening you know when freddie wanted to show off his relationship to shazam Mm -hmm. and eventually Billy Batson smartens up to it and is like, you're really just using me. You don't care about me and how this is affecting me. Like you just want (laughs) me as arm candy. And so I thought that was a good tension, a good theme to pull out, uh, you know, between the two of them and just overall. Now I'm not going to, I mean, we're all friends here. I'm not going to let you just use the term arm candy (laughs) to describe a a young boy showing off his grown superhero man. Yes. That seems like a strange phrase to use. I I couldn't think of anything better, but I feel like it's still applicable. (laughs) Yeah. His trophy superhero. Because he did tell all his friends in the lunchroom, Shazam's going to be eating lunch with me tomorrow. Yep. You're right. So I'm just saying. You did it. You did it. Okay, Freddy with Billy, great. Yes. Freddy with Shazam, also great. But there is no connection between Asher Angel as Billy Batson and Zachary Levi? Levy? Levy? Sure. Drove my Chevy to the Levi? But the Levy was dry, yeah. Yeah. There is no connection between those characters. When he changes into Zachary Levi, in my mind, he is a completely different person. And that is some one of the biggest, like, there is no connection. He is not the same guy. Okay. I, ha- I have examples. I have exhibits, if you want exhibits. Okay, give me a couple exhibits. Go ahead. Okay. One, at, uh, Billy Batson, the boy, super kind of, like, smart and, like, outsmarts the police officers at the beginning. Kind of like... Right. He's, like, street smart. Right. He's, he's been around. He knows how to, like, he can take care of himself, be on his own. Mm-hmm. When he is Shazam, he's like walking into the gas station and doesn't know how to like ask for beer and like is super like weird and goofy about it Mm, and feels like like he's super uncomfortable and like trying to be an adult where when he's a young kid, like he's basically like, no, I'm fine. I like he's almost too cool for school Mm. when he's a boy. But then when he turns into, like, Zachary Levi ups the, I'm a boy in a grown man's body, but that's not, I don't think that's the way Billy Batson would be when he was uh, an adult. Mm. It's just, like, I don't even think their personalities are the same. He's kind of, like, a little bit more kind to Freddy when he's Shazam. And, like, Mm, still, like, pretty, like, full of himself. But, like, he's kind of dismissive as Billy Batson, but not the same kind of dismissiveness He's also, when he's Billy Batson, he's dealing with a bunch of, like, emotional things. And I thought the, like, finding his birth mother and all of that was really, like, touching scenes. But Zachary Levi, Shazam, shows none of that. He's just kind of like, ooh, look at me, I'm a superhero. And he's, like, filled with joy. Right. That's not Billy Batson. That's just Zachary Levi being, like, Hmm. a big grown-up kid. 
I, you know what? I, I was going to make the point that I thought Zachary Levy did a good job of not being an adult, which I still think holds true. Like I, oh, I agree, completely agree. Yeah, I never saw Shazam on screen and think like, oh, I think he's just an adult. Like he's not doing the kid part right. He's playing a kid for sure. He's definitely playing a kid, and so he does that well. Like to Zachary Levy's credit, but I do think you are right in that it doesn't match Billy Batson. You know, I think Billy Batson was resourceful, courageous, if not mischievous. And, you know, there were so many times like Shazam learned how to shoot lightning bolts out of his hand pretty early on. Mm -hmm. And then like whenever the bad guy showed up, he like never tried that once in the mall scene or like any of the fight scenes. Like he never tried to zap him even once. And like that seemed a little out of character. He, He also kind of abandons the search for like his mom around that time. Yeah, I just don't like... Picture Billy Batson, the actor, in the scene where he's just out there just, like, shooting lightning bolts out of his hands and, like, just, like, right. hamming it up. Come on now. Hands. Lightning with my hands. Lightning with my hands. Lightning with my hands. Hey. Hey. I never saw that kid hamming up at all, ever, in anything. He was always just kind of stay below the... Yeah. He was doing that to get money too, like taking selfies with people. And I feel like if it was Billy Batson, maybe it would have been more interesting if he would have tried to do like a criminal act and get away with it. Right. Maybe rob something. Or con someone and be con like- Con someone, steal something. Yeah. That would have been more in character because that's literally what he did earlier in the movie. So, okay. I, I, I agree with you, I think. I think that that connection wasn't as good. What did you think about the action? Because I thought it was pretty fun. Hated it. For real. For real. I didn't like... Okay. There are several things that I liked and several things I didn't like. I think some of the animation felt a little strange. Yeah. When it came to like that Matrix Reloaded, Shazam becomes a digital human. Right. Big. Those bits are a little awkward. Yeah. I liked the funny Zachary Levy. Mm-hmm. Or we're just going to keep calling him different things. That, like a scattershot. Totally, totally good with I it. I love it. When he, when him and Mark Strong are are there doing their thing and he's like trying to like talk to him uh, across yeah, while they're yeah, both yeah, flying yeah. and he's like, I can't hear you at all. Right. That was funny. Wait, what? You will beg for mercy. Are you making some of my big evil guy's speech right now or something? You're like a mile away from me. All I see is mouth moving. As I feast on your heart. I like that at all. Overall, I thought it was just meh. I thought the Seven Deadly Sins gargoyle people Mm -hmm. were some of the cheesiest, worst animated things of 2019. Ooh, tough words. Those things looked like they had weird, like no texture. It was like a previs, like they forgot to add like skins to them. They were just, Hmm. they look like, uh, like a sci-fi original movie, 2005 animation. I could, I could kind of see that. They were just kind of gray. I mean, they were just kind of gray thing. Like what kind of material were they made out of? Uh, a glass eye material. They were made out of glass eye material. Mm-hmm, that's Is right. that what you just said? <laughs> yeah. Are those the words you used? Yeah, maybe. Gla- yeah, well, like what, the, the gray glass eye? Yeah, it's a little cloudy. You know what I mean? Okay. A cataract eye? So what you're saying <laughs> is they got you a glass eye because you lost your eye tragically, but they said, <laughs> listen. 
what is it? I was going to say melatonin, but I was macro degeneration. Is that the other one? You got sure. glaucoma, you got cataracts, yeah. you got, yeah, the other one, the M word. So you're telling me these monsters, these really bad monsters, were mm. basically just big glaucomas? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes, I think that's exactly right. Okay. I will, I will give Defend you- Defend these creatures. Man, Nate, I'm going to be honest. This is one of these times where you're actually convincing me um, differently of the opinion I walked in here with. And by walked in here, I mean my closet. <laughs> Crawled into the crawl space <laughs> below the house. I do think, you know, when they were setting it up at the very beginning, when a wizard guy was like, seven deadly sins, and he kind of names them. Uh-huh. I, it would have been good to actually have a differentiation of personality <laughs> and look. <laughs> or yes. Yes. One like one has four arms, the rest of them have two. One guy's is it, stomach opens up into a Venus flytrap kind of thing. That's the only difference. But for yeah. the rest of them, like there's even a point where Shazam like points at him. He's like, "Oh, you must be greed, and you must be sloth." And I'm like, "How can you tell?" Like they all are doing. They're all just like, blah, blah, all just like right. around. And you. did they have personalities that matched the sin? It didn't seem like it. Didn't didn't seem no, like didn't it. seem, so, seem like no. they were just kind of just there to eat. Yeah, they really destroy like for a kid friendly. I would say. I mean, it's PG thirteen, but somewhat kid friendly. Them just destroying people in that uh, boardroom. Oh yeah, that was bad. Yeah, <laughs> I also feel like they all had long tongues. Like none none of them had a normal sized tongue. <laughs> there, there was one of them that I was watching his mouth a couple times, and I was like, his tongue is so large. I don't know how he would chew something if he got it in his mouth <laughs> without also chewing his tongue off. I did have that thought. They're worried about the tongue getting lost, right? Now, I do want to mention one point that I, 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 almost, I almost teared up was when at the very end, the final fight scene, all the foster family grab onto the stick. Say my name. No, not my name. No, the, say the name that I say to turn into this guy. Shazam! Yes. But then they yes. say Shazam, and they all turn into superheroes, including Freddy, who is, you know, it's touching because he has a disability. Right. You know, walking and everything, and he wanted to be the superhero so bad. He had a bullet from Superman. He had the Batarang thing. I did like that one moment, too, when you see the Batarang get thrown at the bad guy. I think it was actually when all the kids were in the, the secret lair place. And for a split second, I think they want you to think that Batman is there. I thought that was a cool moment. But anyway. Yes. When they all turn into superheroes and all the kids, like, I, I thought that was a f- cool moment. I thought, it w- I thought that was fun. I thought there was a perfect casting, that guy from the OC as the adult Freddy. That is, what's his name? Adam Brody. Mm-hmm, yes. Um, as a superhero Freddy, it says in IMDb. Yes, I see him. <laughs> I thought that was a great, like, he looked kind of like him, and his personality was exactly the same. Yes. And in some ways, that made me go like, how do I feel such great synergy between these two Freddies, and yet I can't get a Billy that, I don't know. Yeah, fair enough. The other knock on this movie, the moment that Billy actually finds his mom, and the interaction they have, I, I appreciate the bait and switch you know, you're expecting this emotional reunion. Right. And it's totally the opposite. You know, she still doesn't, you know, she admits that she actually. She doesn't really, she left She doesn't want him. Right. Yeah, she actually left him. She saw him looking for her and, and intentionally left. And so that hurts. And you kind of get that. But I, 
I, I feel like that interaction didn't feel real. Either Billy needed to react at least somewhat to the knowledge that his mom doesn't want him. Like, he looks sad, but I would think, I don't know, I feel like he would have reacted differently in that situation. Yeah. And I don't know. I, I didn't believe that moment specifically. I, I really liked that scene. Look, it's just once I saw you with the police. I realized that they could do a better job taking care of you than I ever will. Now, at the end, after the final battle, was I right in thinking that one of the seven deadly sins is still on the loose? I feel like they didn't get all seven. Oh, is it? I thought one was like still inside of him. Still inside the eye or so something. Mark's tr- <laughs> so this, this movie has the MacGuffin be kind of just a blue ball that, he, that becomes an eye. Right. Does it replace his eye? Like, does he have just an open socket if you take the eye out? I think so. I think he loses the eye and gets the space stone. Oh, I see. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Seems like it would be uncomfortable. He does wear the cool sunglasses, which I think Mark Strong in sunglasses. It's a good look. It's a good look. You really threw me off my game here, Nate. I, I for some reason, thought you were going to like this movie. I, you know what? I think the the superhero parts, the bad guy, Mark Strong didn't do it for me. I think the Seven Deadly Sins and that whole thing was just sort of, I couldn't get up on board with them. Um, mm. It, mm. it had its parts. Maybe it can't, I saw the Rotten Tomatoes before I saw it, the movie. Mm. So maybe I had too high of expectations. Right. I would say I feel more let down with, than the movie. Then it's too harsh to say it was like bad, bad. Right, right. It was not bad. It was just disappointing for me. I did like in the final fight scene when he's, you know, he, a lightning bolt strikes him when he changes back and forth. And there were a couple of times where he used that as a weapon. I think one of the, like the, the deadly sins had him like pinned on the ground. And so he says Shazam and the lightning bolt yes. gets the, the thing. That, that was kind of cool. They had some cool moments yeah. like that. Yeah, I thought, I thought that was good. All right, Nabila, I'm curious what you're going to rate this movie. And I think we should go with the MacGuffin. And rate this movie on a scale of zero to five cataracts. Mm. <laughs> so, mm. Wait a minute. I don't know if we should do that. From zero to five. The eye. I want to do the eye. I don't know what it's called. <laughs> it's the, it's the, for, the, the sin holder. For Let's our listeners. For our listeners. This is attempt number four. This is not the first time through this segment. No, this is attempt And four. yet, Stephen is acting as though he had never thought of this question. Well, I still don't have... I still don't have the right word that I want to use. I don't know. I like how I told you to run it back. And then it's like, well, I still don't know what to do, but I guess I I'll don't. start talking one more time. I don't. Zero to five glass eyes. Let's just go with glass eye. All right. Perfect. Zero to five glass eyes. I want you to go first because I'm, I'm afraid I've done too much influencing you on this episode thus far. So Okay. I'll go, I'm going to go first. You know, after so many episodes of honestly going with whole numbers to... uh get back at, at Tom, Tom, Dom Bombadil. Mm-hmm. I actually now prefer it. I like just going with the whole number. I feel like it's, it's a little easier to snap to grid. You know what I mean? Um, so you're speaking my Adobe illustrator. Mm, heart. That's right. That's right. I'm going to go with three. I'm going to go with three glass eyes. I, I enjoyed it while I was watching it. I think in retrospect, after hearing your review, I could see some of the holes, but I would still see this again. I think it's if it comes on a streaming service, maybe don't pay to rent it, but maybe if it's on that 
Netflix Amazon Prime kick. I think it's I think it could be kind of a fun watch. It'd be interesting to see. So it got good reviews, you know, critics and audience people like it. It did. So, you know, we're not there, but we don't go with the flow here at Mott's. We do our own thing. Right. Like a mayo on a hot dog. Walk by the beat of your own mayo drum. <laughs> Sounds gross. All right. What's your, uh, <laughs> give me your number. I am somewhere between two and two and a half. Mm, yes. Now, that is two and a quarter, which feels even <laughs> better. <laughs> I want to give it a two, but I'm not going to because I'm afraid that I'm going to look at all the movies that I rated two and a half a different different time and say, oh, mm. well, this is better than that. I see. I'm going to say two and a half. I'm going to just going to split the five right down the middle. Very good. All right. I don't know if I'd watch this again. I did two and a half. <laughs> but let me tell you, the disconnect between Shazam and Billy is my, I think my biggest sticking point, even over the seven deadly sins, goofy dudes. <laughs> yeah. I think I, it's just so hard for me. Like I can't, I love Zachary Levi in this movie or Levy, yes. or Levy. Like, I think he's great. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I thought, even thought the boy was pretty good. I liked him too. I thought it was him yeah. playing off of Freddie was like, all right, love it. I just, they were just not the same to me and that hurt it. I agree. Well, listeners, if you loved this movie and you want to tell us how wrong we are, comment on Instagram at movies on the side or Facebook at movies on the side or Twitter at movies on the side. And, uh, you know, give us a five-star rating in Apple podcast and tell us why we're wrong there. We do not have a, a top five list this week because nope. it's late and we're adults right. and we have bedtimes. That's right. But this is something I think would be fun to do. We didn't do uh, moral of the story last week. So oh, yes. We're we not going to do it this week because, frankly, I think the moral of the story is just like your family or the people that are around you and love you and not just biologically. Anyway. Yeah. But that's not the point. Don't stick the... Uh <laughs> the blue glass eyeball in your face. Yeah, yeah. P.S. The seven deadly sins uh, will hurt you in life. That's even right. though they and promise great things. They'll cloud your vision, Nate. They will cloud <gasps> your vision. The glaucoma vision. sins. It's all coming together. You know what? It's five out of five. It all came together. <laughs> Never mind. It all makes sense. <laughs> no, this is this is what I want. This this will be great. Yes. I have one time every time, and then you go to bed. Here it is. Yes. Zachary Levi. Mark mm-hmm. Strong and the boy that plays Freddy. I need you to I'm give you 15 seconds to think about it and I need you to give me a little pitch for a movie with those three in it. Any any plot you want, just picture Zachary Levi, the boy who plays Freddy and Mark Strong. I'll give you 15 seconds to think and then I want you to tell me a movie plot. The, instead of a top five we're doing, uh, you're pitching me a movie with these three actors. Alright. Freddy Freeman is a piano savant just incredible at the piano, but no one knows who he is. Zachary Levi sees him playing in some dingy practice room in some city area and wants to foster him and help him grow. But Mark Strong is a big record producer and immediately wants to throw him up on stage, get him lots of money, but basically own him as the talent. And the movie is Zachary Levi being like the good guy trying to help him and actually mentor him and mark strong being like music producer wants him to sell out love it well done thank you i'm pretty proud of that one that's really good here we go 
Mm-hmm. Okay, good. Zachary Levi owns a Christmas tree farm <laughs> up in Montana. Sir, I he's been, buy he's... these shoes. Oh, my no, buy these trees. Oh, right. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Zachary Levi owns a Christmas tree farm. Mm-hmm. It's his family's business. He doesn't really want to be in the small town anymore, mm. uh, but he he's running it. One day, Mark Strong and his son, who the son's kind of a slacker dude, mm. Freddie Freeman, mm. comes to this Christmas tree. The dad's kind of all business all the time. He's on the phone all the time, mm, yep. and the slacker kid doesn't really care. Mm-hmm. But the uh, Zachary Levi needs some help. The kid helps him out. And the dad's like, hey, this kid needs a job. He's a slacker. Let's, uh, let's him intern for the Christmas season mm. uh, at this Christmas tree place. And him and Zachary Levi kind of form a bond. And Zachary Levi confides that he wants to get out of the town. And then the boy's like, yeah, my dad doesn't really care about me at all. And so over the Christmas time, they kind of bond. All of a sudden, one night, the whole Christmas tree place goes up in flames. Oh, my. Some sort of disaster happens. And they sort of fight. And uh, there's some sort of accident. Uh, Zachary Levi gets uh, pretty hurt, pretty burned. He's in the hospital. Freddie goes to visit Mark Strong. Uh, you know, because Zachary Levi can't uh, manage the rest of the trees that didn't get burnt, the boy takes over and like mm. finishes up the season, impresses his dad, who sees that his boy is becoming a man. He gives, Mark Strong gives up on his businessy life. Zachary Levi uh, slowly gets, works back to health and, uh, and the, the boy actually makes the business much better and he actually takes over the business. Zachary Levi goes off to the, the big city to become a barista or something. I don't, the end sort of <laughs> fell apart on me, to be honest. The end fell, I didn't, I was sort of constructing the plane while I was flying it, mm-hmm. which yep. is not yep. safe, but thank you. No, that was that was good though. I liked it. No, it's I want called to this. Christmas trees. <laughs> I, do, I don't want to. I, I'm not asking this in a derogatory manner, but is the movie that you just pitched a Hallmark movie? Oh yes. <laughs> okay. okay. <laughs> well, I mean, it, every. No, that's good. No, that's good. It's, it's it's an Amazon original. Oh, oh, that's good. It's definitely never on in theaters. Yours right, can be in sure. theaters for sure. I appreciate Mine it. is so hallmarky. <laughs> the only thing that could make it more hallmarky is if Freddie Freeman came in with his single mom who is <laughs> and Zachary Levi actually loves it in the small town and sh- but she's from the big city. Oh my. And Lord. she hates Christmas and he loves Christmas and he slowly wins her over cuz her car <laughs> breaks down and the boy and Zachary Levi work together to get the mom to fall in love with him. And Mark Strong's like the ex-husband who's a real bad oh. guy no no he's the greedy corporate guy who wants to take over the tree right, farm right. why do we both make mark strong the bad guy like is it just because he's it's the bad guy in 90 percent of the things he does i guess so you know if you had mercy me do the original song for your movie immediately be a christian movie <laughs> get that whole audience and my mommy, Jesus, <laughs> boom <laughs> 